Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now, brought to you by Squarespace.com. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence. The very first website I ever created was with Squarespace.com, and it was incredibly intuitive. So for all of you out there with whatever projects you have going on, this is how you'll stand out with your professional website, portfolio, or online store. Visit them at Squarespace.com. Because we don't care. Food. It's what we want to talk about now. Super excited for this podcast because this is so you all have probably listened, not all of you, the 20 of you that listened to that podcast that I did like a year and a half ago, where we ate food and rated it while we were eating it. Well, we're doing it a little bit different this time. We're rating the food after we ate it so that you don't have to listen to us chewing the entire time. I know my mom mentioned that she didn't like that. But we have on uh, Christy, I was going to say Christy Shields, who is the owner, proprietor, and really the only employee of Sweet and Sassy Eats. Uh-huh. That's her Instagram. That's her Instagram. It's her blog. It's her Pinterest. It's everything. Everything is Sweet and Sassy, right? Yep. Way to way to get that brand stuff. Good for <laughs> good for you. It's hard to get that all. Like when we were doing, we want to talk about it now. Thankfully, that's not a popular name, so it was pretty easy. It's quite a mouthful. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> Um, speaking of mouthfuls, great segue. <laughs> we just had, so what was funny is this all started and came about from, uh, Christy posted a picture of tri-tip that she was working on. And then I just Instagram, uh, however you do you that. Did. I honestly don't. Yeah, I DM, I slid into the DMs <laughs> real quick. Anytime I see food, I'm just, I'm right there. I was like, oh, that looks so freaking delicious. And I'm pretty sure it was, it was your same chimichurri sauce that you just made mm-hmm. and the with the, tri- and the exact same tri-tip. Delicious. So first off, I can just say that I can vouch for the quality of her food, um, but I don't necessarily want to just talk about your like sweet and sassy eats. I do want to talk about some other food pieces for because I love food so much, and I've been wanting to do this for a long time. So my first question for you, like why, why food? Like why do you have the passion for food? Um, you know. I always grew up around good food. My mom was an excellent cook. Um, we weren't picky eaters. So my parents, you know, took us out to sushi when we were little. We just were very well cultured in good food. Um, and it wasn't like my mom taught me how to cook. She didn't like sit down and do lessons, you know, just, just cooked with her. And so it kind of just stemmed from growing up that I just love food. Wait, so what type of foods was your mom making that you like that you enjoyed? And then also, what were the foods that you were having at restaurants that you really enjoyed? And so there's like five questions. <laughs> I got to keep I'm I asking you five. This is I'm such a good I'm so good at doing interviews. So what was some of your favorite cooking from your mom? Because interesting, I love food now, but my food path was much different. Mom, it's not like my mom like made bad food. I don't want to say that at all, but like it wasn't it's, it wasn't like this culinary – It wasn't no, no members of the ward were like, oh, Peggy's cooking's amazing or whatever. And I think when you're feeding as many kids as she had, like – It gets it, expensive. It gets expensive and time-consuming. Mm-hmm. So what were some of your favorite things growing up with that your mom made? Um, it wasn't like anything gourmet either. I mean, my mom could cook gourmet, but when growing up, my family actually didn't have very much – money I mean we were always fine we always had what we needed um but I mean I remember my mom would make like hamburger patties tater tots and corn and me and my sister would like chop it up together and we made it we called it chop suey so it's not like uh oh and we'd pour a1 sauce on it but it's 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 not like you pour a1 (laughs) sauce on the so so it was burger with with, vegetables so it was just like a mix so it was like a hamburger patty Tater tots, you know, like frozen tater tots that she cooked in the oven, and corn. On the side. All this yeah, stuff the, is separate. She would sell it, give it to us separately, oh, but okay. we would chop it all oh, up so and make sort of... one big little pile of oh, it all okay. combined. And then when you did that, it was became chop suey. Uh-huh, and we'd pour it anyone sauce on top. So how disappointed were you when you found out what actual chop suey was? Oh, I don't even know. I don't, uh, like, okay. I mean, Fine. I don't know. I've never we weren't, even di- thought we about weren't that. disappointed at all. We've <laughs> never, we've just, never, like, never ordered th- that or wanted it. Like, no, it's not that. I just, I just never thought about it that way. Like, chop suey to me is that and mm-hmm. not 
Yeah. They don't. It's, it's they aren't a, the same thing. Yeah, chop suey is a one sauce with uh, <laughs> vegetables and and hamburger yeah. meat. <laughs> um, you know, my mom did make one casserole growing up. She wasn't a big casserole maker, but she made chicken divine casserole, which was like broccoli, chicken, and uh, like a curry sauce. Um, I don't know. It's not like there's some specific dish that my mom that's like iconic of my childhood really except but what about like dishes that were made by others or dishes that were made at restaurants or something like that um we loved shogun in southern california which is like benihana's you know so we like a lot of asian food thai food sushi japanese steak stuff like that i think that's where we would eat out a lot we didn't go to um a lot of like olive gardens and things like that that's just not like what my family does no chains not really but it wasn't like they were spoken badly of. It's yeah. just, that's not like, we like good food. We don't, if we're going to eat out, we're going to eat good food. It's not about like price. It's about yeah. quality and stuff. So, um, and that, and that was like that growing up with your family. Yeah. I mean, we, awesome. there's six kids. We didn't like eat out a ton, but we were really behaved. People would stop us in the, might stop my parents in the restaurant and be like, wow, your kids are really good. Um, I don't understand why they didn't pass on to my kids, but, um, <laughs> but like, so my the par- father's genetics, yeah. obviously. just <laughs> Probably my dad's fault. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. It's hard to pinpoint a specific. It's just like, I think our family events always centered around food. And so I feel like that's how I show my love for people is like, I center around food when we travel. It's like, okay. Well, we're going to cook some things, but I want to go eat to these places. Like, food is my love language. And so it's just like how I f- show people I love by cooking them, put cooking for them. Um, and I think that's just how my family is. You know, Thanksgiving is like my favorite holiday because it's all about more than home. Christmas. Yes. I'm not like a big gift person. Like, giving me gifts isn't like a a big love language for me. So, I mean, Christmas, like, it's about the meal, too, again. For Unless me. that gift is someone bringing you a delicious, tasty meal. As long as that's good. Yeah. <laughs> There's a big qualifier. So anyone who's looking who's looking to get gifts for Christy this year, if you're bringing her food, it better be good. No pressure. Oh, gosh. It's probably why we don't get invited over to eat at people's homes, so. Well, no, what's funny about it is I, I very much, ag- not necessarily agree, but feel the same way the reason that i love food so much is more the communal aspect it's the idea that we're gonna have this meal and then we're gonna talk about crap mm-hmm. like we're gonna talk about whatever we're gonna we're talk a little bit about the food talk a little bit about our lives talk a little about what's going on in the world etc um and i feel like that's where so many great I, this sounds so stupid, but like so many like great ideas come from. So like just like these ideas that you're sharing around and you like you learn new things about people and you get to eat delicious food at the same time. Generally speaking, um, I love going out to restaurants so much. Yeah. And that's like something that I mentioned to Katie about today that's like kind of interesting is normally we're the ones who are doing the cooking and making people come to our house so that we can share that with them. And so it was really weird for us coming to this and feeling like there was far less pressure on us, mm-hmm. like there usually is, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, great, we have to do like most of the meal. Yeah. And I was just so ecstatic about it. To anyone, <laughs> to anyone listening out there, the, the secret to my heart is me having to do as little work possible well, <laughs> and getting to eat food. <laughs> well, it's always nice when someone else puts forth that effort. Like it is kind of a a hard thing for me. I'm like, huh, no one ever invites us over to dinner parties. My husband's like, well, people might be intimidated about cooking for you. And I'm like, for me, it's not about that. Like I'll eat whatever someone makes. Um, but didn't you just say if someone's bringing you a gift, okay, it better be good. Well, that was different. For the gift. Because they're bringing me a gift, yeah. right? So to me, a gift needs to be like something they thought about that I would really like and appreciate. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, hey, I made this loaf Here's of Here's some money, bread. buddies. You know, Hope yeah, you enjoy uh, some money, yeah, buddies. Yeah, like, or... Made a giant batch of it for but the But if whole they, ward. like, invited me over for dinner and they're making dinner, you know, then that's, like, like their heart is put into it. They're, I don't know. It's, like, an emotional thing. And so I'm, like, oh, they invited us over. We just don't get invited over a lot. So. Well, you can come over to our house. Sweet. Thank you. <laughs> not a, There's not a whole lot of space. Not a whole lot of <laughs> we'll space. We'll leave the kids at home. If the kids, <laughs> if the kids do want to come, cool. It's just, like, they're not going to have a fun time. Yeah. They're, they they're, won't have their shooter. They're going to be like, oh, awesome. We get to – although, 
your youngest would love it because we have tons of stuff she can pull down yeah, if she wants she to do that. Destroy your house. Which is very, very fun. Sometimes I think that I was supposed to be European because, you know, Europeans, they go out to dinner for like three hours, right? They, it's, a, it's an event. Americans, it's just like, let's eat, hurry, and move on to the next thing. And so, um, like last night when my husband was planning a date with a group date, he was trying to set dinner for like only 45 minutes before we had to be somewhere. And I'm like, no, I want to like, let's go for an hour and a half before we have to go so we can actually just like enjoy and not feel rushed. So, and that was nice, not to not be rushed. Any reason you think you like that more? Because uh, I think it's like you said, it's the, it's the connecting with everyone, talking, trying each other's food. Um, I don't like the pressure of feeling rushed to like – eat or have conversations with people like I don't want to feel like I have to stuff my face and not enjoy the food are there ever people that you've kicked out or like put on a blacklist who are like nope nope after after this dinner you're out yeah you don't have to say who yeah you yeah. don't have to say it's just that was just a yes or yeah, no question yes. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh that's crazy really now I want to know more now I do want to ask who it was like, who it's was it was it someone I know <laughs> are we on that list no you're not okay. <laughs> yeah they're like actually um so no you brought in good about food. 30 minutes from now <laughs> we'll be talking my husband and I will be talking and yeah it's oh. more of like you know what they chose to bring to dinner. Oh my gosh. As I'll opposed tell, to the effort I put in. Right? I'll tell my story. <laughs> okay, tell your I'll story. I'll tell my story. I'm not going to use the name, but if the person's listening, they'll know who <laughs> yeah, they are. That's why I can't even tell the story. So I, I have no listen. problem. And, and everyone's going to be like, this I, This actually will help people understand me way more, which this podcast is all about me today. So thanks, <laughs> thanks Christy, for being, for being on today. Yeah. So we're making pizza. We're doing homemade pizza. And I'm like, this is probably like the last meal that we're going to have. I'm, I, we just graduated from college like the last meal moves. of your life what do you mean well no i mean like we're like they're going to a different place like they oh. just like it's oh, a college okay. friend okay I now it's it. giving it. too much i'm giving too much detail now they're really now they're really gonna just know cut it out I, it's so funny i say i say like i think all podcasts are like yeah we'll edit it out i never edit it out because i'm just too lazy yeah. um <laughs> so it's we're making pizza i'm like let's make really good pizza so we go and order some barbecue from some barbecue joint we're just going to make barbecue pizza. Okay. That's like what the goal is. And so they ask and they say, hey, can we bring anything? And normally we don't tell people to. We're just like, you're going to screw it up somehow. Exactly. So don't, don't worry about it. Anyway. And I was like, okay, actually this time just get a block of mozzarella cheese. We're going to shred it and it's going to be it's going to be great. Oh, no. Just make sure it's at least like it's a block of cheese. Don't get shredded cheese because, you know, they the, put, they add the, the way they add this stuff on, it mm-hmm. just makes the taste different. Anyways. Spoiler alert, obviously, by me even <laughs> saying that, you probably could all guess it. They show up with, like, a pack of cheese. But what's worse is I go, why didn't you guys Why didn't you guys get what I told you to get? Goes, it was on sale. It was on sale, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was like, we just went and spent, like, $30 on this barbecue meat, not to mention the time going into preparing the dough that takes time. You have to let it rise, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Katie does the dough. Uh-huh. <laughs> And that so time investment and financial investment, and then you guys come in with the we wanted to get the dollar ninety nine shredded mozzarella cheese Kroger brand. I think not, and we have not talked to them since. Not like, and it's not one of those things where I like it was a a conscious decision. Like I'm never talking with oh, you yeah. again. Mm-hmm. It was just I get you now. Yeah, and I don't think you're the type of person that I should be associating with. Yeah. Like I, you could have, you could have murdered someone. You could have done terrible things. But if you had brought that block of mozzarella, we'd still be friends. That's how forgiving of a person I am. When it comes to food, you better not screw it yeah. up. See, and I would have brought like the nicest mozzarella I could have found. Like, like, I, I had this was hand pulled. <laughs> I hand pulled hand this stretched, today. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, it still, it still has so much moisture, moisture from the milk. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to dab this off, dry it yeah. a little bit. So yeah, it's typically I try to tell people oh, I'll just handle the whole meal because yeah, or I'll try to give them the menu so they can find something that matches it. But I trusted you guys. I did. Well, uh, thank you. Uh-huh. It's not mm-hmm. often that people trust us. <laughs> Everyone just thinks we're in it for ourselves. Oh, we still have to eat that dessert. Yeah, we still have the cake too. That cake was a little off. So just so because everyone's <laughs> curious, menu was actually it was tri tip, but I don't know. You probably have a special name for it. Uh, on my blog, I just call it the perfect tri-tip, oh. which I guess is like, you know, a lot of pressure, but I don't know. What do you think? It was it was really delicious. <laughs> Best tri-tip I've ever had. Sorry, Alex. Well, it's, it oh. was so nice because it was, 
it just had a array of flavors. And I think what I have learned from how I make tri-tip is what you just mentioned is I have to dry it off after after the marinade after the marinade because mm-hmm. it if you don't the it, rub gets soaked soaked into yeah, it yeah it makes it it'll like steam the outside instead and who like steamed meat or like boil you know kind of um so the texture and so then you have to like throw it on the grill and get a nice char on it mm-hmm. to make up for that yeah and it might get too much of a char because if there's any kind of sugar which there's always going to be even if you don't put the sugar in the marinade there's going to be some kind of carbohydrate yeah, yeah carbohydrate and so sugar. that will burn more so yeah, there's a few reasons why you got to wipe it off. It was delicious, so she smokes it and th- no, you s- and then yeah. sear it at the end. Yeah, so it's re- reverse sear. I reverse sear. That's a, a pretty common term now. A lot of people use it in the barbecue world, but um, I slow smoke it for until it reaches about 10 degrees from what I want it to be for final temp, and then I sear it hot and fast on my 900-degree grill sear thing <laughs> I, I know that like it says sweet and sassy yeast, but uh, in your description it generally is talking about barbecue do you prefer cooking meat over other endeavors i'm a big into my in the meats like i mean i mean i love vegetables and i cook a lot of that um i think i'm really passionate about meat but i didn't choose like just barbecue type of name because i do cook a lot of things i'm maybe not super into baking i'm not a big sweets person but i do have sweets on my blog um the name was just because sometimes i can be sassy um sometimes sweet yeah sometimes 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 i'm sweet and sometimes i'm sassy so it's more about me the name was more about me than like than the food but why meat like why where the passion for meat come from um I'm it's always, a great passion. Yeah, I mean, it's I've always liked. I'm never gonna be a vegetarian. I mean, knock on wood. Knock on, <laughs> I don't think this is real wood, but generally people <laughs> knock on wood when they're talking about cancer, or some sort of disease. <laughs> Christy specifically wants to make sure she knocks on wood to not become a vegetarian. <laughs> I mean, as if it, as if like vegetarianism <laughs> isn't a legitimate disease, which. <laughs> I mean, more there power, are studies. More power to those that can do it, but um, I just don't feel like my meal is complete. Um, no. So when I was pregnant with my first child, um, I don't even know what happened. Something made me start looking into smoking. I don't. I must have been bored at work and was searching YouTube. <laughs> Uh, and uh, she's since been fired. <laughs> I know. I got. I got. I, I worked out that maternity leave, stretched it out, <laughs> and then quit. Um, but uh, so I really wanted to try smoking, and I got really into this guy, um, Malcolm Reed, bar, uh, How to Barbecue Right. Um, so much so that my husband said I'd start every time I started talking about barbecue, I'd start talking in like a southern accent. So. Um, I went cheap. I went on Amazon and bought like a offset smoker for like a hundred bucks. Spent a weekend trying to cook ribs or pulled pork. I can't remember. And I was just crying the whole weekend. So my husband's like, no, let's buy a nicer one. So we went and got a, my Traeger at the time. That was like the only pellet smoker out there. And I just like trial and error. It took a long time before I could get the whole smoking. And How long do you think? Maybe a couple months. Maybe like, not that like, long. Well, no, no, no. But, but like how often were you like? If I had to get, like, just to put that in perspective mm-hmm. for everybody, like, she just cooked three turkeys yesterday. <laughs> or, like, within the last couple of days. So, she, what I imagine is three months every single day, though. Or, it or was, close like, on the to. weekends a lot because I was working. Yeah. It was all while I was pregnant, so I was still working. So, it was, like, I would do, like, pulled pork or ribs on the weekends because a lot smoking takes longer periods. You're looking time. at, like, 12 to 16 weeks of weekends, or 12 to 16 days of smoking something. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which... Like you just said, it takes like all day to do it. Yeah, some things take multiple days, but yeah. What What do you do besides? Uh, do you do everything like brisket, oh, ribs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brisket was the hardest What's thing. What's brisket like? Because it takes forever. Uh, so my brisket takes about. Tw- it depends on how big it is. I mean, there's a lot of variables. Um, but it about I pick I plan on like 24 hour cook. Normally takes 16 to 20 hours. Um, but then you can hold it for a long time. So does that suck though? Like how? Or, like so you just sleep. Uh, most of it's like, I plan it. So like a good chunks of the time where I don't have to babysit it are during like when I'm sleeping, but I do have like a thermometer that is monitoring stuff that sets an alarm that I take to my bed. So in case there's a problem or something's done faster, it wakes me up. Um, so yeah. Does that ever scare you at all? I guess if you have the alarm, cause that would be the only thing is like going to sleep and leaving it on. 
But there's been actually it's very well contained. Millions of people smoke all the time, so it mm-hmm. it can't be that dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty. the The pellet smokers are safer than an offset, where you're having to feed it. Like people that do an offset, they have to babysit it a lot more because they're having to add logs, open vents, adjust them. I mean, more power to them. I've got three little kids. I can't babysit. Another thing. Another thing. Uh, most no, people that are really thing. into it, they just like chill out on their back porch with a beer for 24 hours while they're smoking a brisket. So, um, just one beer. Wow. They just, well, they probably, hours. it's probably a few more, but you know, a, that's a, like a their sip thing. every 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. So, um, I like a pellet smoker because it lets me get all those flavors without having to babysit them. And what's your favorite thing to smoke? What's the actually the best bite you've ever had based on a smoked meat? Oh. Um, I really like a good that reverse. you did that you yeah did. yeah so I I really that's that's hard because I like different things I smoked a whole pig once recently what? this uh, last Memorial Day weekend or something like that I'd never done it before in my smoker it was a small pig it was a, a suckling pig about forty pounds oh wow um. And a lot of people talked about how it was really hard to do and have it taste good. Uh, I, I was pretty, so I had like low expectations and I thought it was really good. It turned out really good. I want to do it again. I just need an excuse because it's a lot of pig. What'd you do it for? I made a party happen. I think it was, oh. Like it wasn't like 4th of July or whatever. Maybe it was Pioneer Day. I think it was Pioneer Day. Uh, uh, so and you, just... you have to love being in Utah then. There's just <laughs> another added random holiday that exactly. you can take advantage of. Oh, um, nice. I think it was Pioneer Day, yeah. Um, but so I like making pulled pork. I make really, a really, really good pulled pork. Um, but I also really like a good reverse seared uh, ribeye tomahawk steak. Um, Those pictures to... were unreal. Yeah. Uh, but that I, it's hard because I feel like that that steak, as long as you cook it right, it it's delicious no matter what's on it. Like you could just put salt and pepper and it's good. Um, I think lately I've been on a huge tri-tip kick, so tri-tip would probably be my favorite right now. Yeah, and it doesn't take as long. Yeah, it's not as much of Low a time inconve- you know time uh, investment. But if I'm doing a crowd pulled pork, it's always big crowd pleaser. It like you know. Generally, you're making pulled pork sandwiches or is it just like we're just so, pulling pork having some mac and cheese and so getting, I, I normally offer rolls i normally offer rolls so that people can make their sandwiches um my husband doesn't eat a lot of bread so if we're just eating it we probably just put it i make a cilantro lime jalapeno coleslaw that's really good okay okay so I'm normally, listening. yeah we normally just like put the pulled pork on top of the coleslaw and eat it eat like it. that yeah mm-hmm. which is I know you're looking for my approval. That's fine. It's fine. You can do that. I'll allow you to do that. That's that sounds great. Or my uh, smoked Gruyere uh, jalapeno mac and cheese is good too. Do you smoke it? So you put it in the smoker too. Uh-huh. But I also smoke my Gruyere cheese. Gruyere jalapeno. Is that what you said? Gruyere jalapeno bacon. Uh-huh. I know it's got a long name. I haven't put it on the blog yet because I can't figure out a good name for it. But um, it's like the best mac. Just and cheese. go. Just. Follow the tri-tip. Just go perfect mac and cheese. I know. <laughs> Problem solved. That doesn't just really that, work that great for it. I mean, all of it your branding should just be perfect. Perfect. Everything's like, yeah, this is the Don't, best thing ever too. Well, I got chastised for that at the blogger conference I was at. The food blogging conference I was Wait, at. Wait, really? What, what, what were they saying? Oh, the, the expert. There's no such thing as perfect? Um, yes. So the person teaching the class on how to like write your story in a blog or whatever, she said that um, using the word perfect puts a lot of pressure on women in general. Interesting. And so you shouldn't use that. So when they're making it, if it doesn't turn out well, they're the imperfect one. Is that what they're? Yeah, but I normally blame the to? recipe I'm following if it doesn't turn out. Well. I'm like, yeah. I know how to cook. They're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm smart. Yeah. Oh gosh. Did you like the conference? Sorry. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was a good community. So what's like your process of writing a recipe? How do you go about like trying out your new mm. recipe? Do you write everything down while you're putting it in? Because like we try to make our own recipes and we forget to like write everything down. So we're like that was great, but so that's a big a, a big hurdle I've been working on on things that I 100% come up with on my own. A lot of times, I'll take recipes that I like and take aspects from sally's recipe aspects from debbie's recipe and then throw in my own thing to kind of create it so at least i have like some measurement starting points um and so then it's easy to notate what i'm doing differently um but like i have uh 
a spaghetti sauce that I make that I've made for, I don't know, 12 years. I know the list of ingredients that I use, but the measurements change depending on how it tastes. So people always ask me for that recipe, and it's really hard because anytime I've tried to, like, write out what I measure and then make it that way, it doesn't taste the same. So I just feel like it's the love that I put into it. I'm like, and add a half a cup of love, <laughs> and then it'll taste good. That's how I feel about baking, too. People yeah. are like, how do you make it so good? I'm like, I put extra, like, vanilla and mm. cinnamon if it calls for – like, all these things that you just don't think of that make it taste better. Exactly, yeah. So I was recently – I read a book on how to create your own, like, cookie recipe. So I did create – I am – and it's about to go on the blog – my own cookie recipe – um, all because my husband's work needed a – they were closing a deal and they wanted to celebrate it. And they wanted all the treats to be, like, airplane-themed so because um, it had to do with an airline. Um, and and so they wanted a cookie that, like, tasted like the snacks that you get on an airline, like, that made you feel like it. So I So thought- really – so they wanted <laughs> – so what they wanted was a cookie that would give them diarrhea or make no. them or give them food poisoning. No, they wanted f- they wanted <laughs> airplane based snacks. No, it's no. the worst thing to base anything on. No, well, wait a minute. What airline are you flying on? Delta. Sorry, okay. Delta. Sponsor, <laughs> Delta sponsor the podcast. I love Delta. I I only fly Delta. But <laughs> but I can't think of any like amazing no. snacks on. You there. get the Biscoff cookies. Oh, so they wanted some peanuts, pretzels. Those are like generic like things you get on a flight, right? Okay. So it was like build a cookie around pretzels and peanuts, right? Um, and when I looked, there was a lot of recipes online that were like had pretzels and peanuts. A lot of closed airline deals. <laughs> yeah. But um they were all I could tell they were all gonna be like way too sweet, which I don't like desserts to be like sickingly sugar. So I was just like, forget this. I'm gonna take this time to sit down and create my own recipe. So I followed some rules, and they turned out really awesome. I was really, really proud of myself for that. Um, How long did it take to, like, master it? Like, I don't trial know, my first try, actually, oh, wow. turned out. <laughs> that doesn't, I mean, that you're wouldn't. Put, no- <laughs> Chris, you're putting, I, I, I've heard this somewhere. I don't remember where, but you're putting a lot of pressure on women. Perf- like, calling things perfect <laughs> just yeah. puts a lot of pressure on women. No, I mean, after it was done, I was like, okay, this is good, but when I make it, like, full batch, I'll add more of this. So I guess it was like, it needed a tiny bit of tweaking, but it Anyone who actually tried the ones that I tested, they thought it was fine. But it was just more of a, okay, I know how to make it a tiny bit better. So it all it turned out, you know, it wasn't like a, oh, they just like spread out all over the place. So it was, it turned out it just needed a tiny bit of tweaking. And how many, how many hours do you think you're spending doing stuff like this? Way too much. I mean, what do you count? Do you count thinking? Do you count internet searching? Are you talking about like sitting in my kitchen Ooh, doing stuff. I, I, all of the above because then I bet you it's 24 seconds. Yeah, it's 24. I mean, like, I'm always thinking about what I should make or, what you know, what's going to have for dinner or what's going to be the next recipe on the blog. So it's always on my mind. We're always thinking about what that we're going to eat next. Not necessarily what we're going to make next, mm-hmm. but we're always thinking about what we're going to eat next. Yeah. When my husband got married to me, he's like, you're, you're very food motivated. Like, everything is about, like, when's the next, like, what are we eating next? And I'm like, sorry like that didn't change when we were dating I mean like you're so lucky well it was like (laughs) well when he when we first started dating he was strict paleo so I was like okay I'll do it with you best thing in my life by the way best I will not getting married him but starting to do paleo okay just (laughs) just putting that down on the podcast best thing that ever happened to her not her three beautiful children but paleo (laughs) not my awesome husband no um just kidding but uh but, like, then we'd always cook together, you know, because it was hard to eat out at Paleo. Now you could eat out a lot better, but back then it wasn't. Not back in the day. <laughs> it's only five years ago. Six years ago. <laughs> but um, so we would spend all of our time, like, grocery shopping and cooking. So it didn't really change except that, like, I was pregnant and we weren't doing Paleo because I was so sick. So then we were, like, eating out or eating, you know, making different dinner. But it didn't change. Wait, so during pregnancies, you eat out a lot more. You cook a lot less, which makes sense. Yeah, I was just tired. We were working a lot. But not my other pregnancies, just that one that I was working. Like my last pregnancy, my third baby, actually I ran a a meal service out of my house. So people would order dinners for me. And I would like basically for three days straight, I was cooking nonstop, like 
I had sleep for my Low key hours. catering or like this is like, oh, just a meal for a family. So it was like family, family meal. So I, I put out a menu at the beginning of the week for the next week or two weeks ahead of time. I can't remember. And it was like there was six different meals that would serve eight people. So I had about 100 people order and they would order like one meal for their family or they'd order five meals for their family and they'd pick it up on one day and they could eat them throughout. So like it was like their dinners were taken care of for the week. Meal prep that someone else home cooked for you. Yeah. Wow. And uh, You still do that or is that over? Not right now. I'd rather focus on – once I had my baby, I took a break and then it's been hard to get back into it with three kids. And honestly, I'd rather scale my blog because – it scales easy, you know. I, I, it scales easier than me like slaving away. I, I had a hard yes. time finding employees that would like giving ins- information to people is much easier than Dinner. giving inf- cooking a meal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love it. I miss it. I was successful at it. Um, blogging's harder in a different way, uh, but eventually, I think it'll pay off because I can't like. I learned I can't duplicate myself, and I had other people coming in and helping me, but they just weren't. It wasn't their baby, and they just can't put in the same love that I put in for it. So, and you were paying people too. Mm-hmm. Man, that sucks. What, I mean, it's great for them, but like, it's because no, because I get what you're saying, where you have this thing that you care so much about, and then trying to get someone else to care about it at like an equal level with you, even rewarding them with monetary, with money, literally mm-hmm. with money, mm-hmm. still can't get them to that point. Yeah, it would be and funny. so what I mean that it sucks is like, oh, you put that money there, that investment, and it was like, yeah, that ah, sucks. It was, it'd be funny because I was like eight months pregnant, right? And they'd all be like, oh, I need to take a break. Oh, I need to take a break. And I'm like, what? We just got to keep going. Keep you know? cooking. I, I'm standing on my you can write and, You can write a blog in your bed. You, you, you <laughs> get to writing. So, Josephine. Yeah. Do you have a, an employee named Josephine? No. Okay. No, just want to make sure Nothing I didn't now. have to change the name. No. I am hiring Was it a, all women too? Generally? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. You don't have to say like who Oh, or I think someone brought like their um, middle school boys to come help like, yeah. like kind of like clean up or do some That's simple different. prim stuff. Yeah. Or something. But um, I mean, at some point I had like six girls at my house, women, ladies at my house helping me prep and um, cook. And it was hard because most of them like weren't really big cooks. So it, it was like hard to teach at the same time as like get stuff done do you feel like you have really refined technique with a lot of stuff i wouldn't say refined i don't know it's just an, an innate yeah. like it, it, i think it's just like naturally built in me we recently at my food conference we took like this cooking class after it was an excursion and the chef was there teaching everyone these like proper skills right how to cut uh-huh and i mean i know how to cut but it was like all different different tips and tricks and these food bloggers it's all food bloggers taking this class and they're like oh wow like learning new stuff and I'm like oh, I already did this I guess I didn't know yeah. I was doing something the proper way but this is just how I did it because I didn't have any formal training so it kind of shocked me so you're like the natural I guess I feel like that's weird to say like I feel like well, I'm bragging you're just calling everything perfect why not call yourself the natural I feel like I'm bragging while we're at, while we're at it let's throw some more cool adjectives not, on it I'm not really that arrogant but I guess when it comes to cooking well if you're it's one of those I, hate, I also hate when people say this because I feel like it's like a cop out mm-hmm. like I think everybody knows when somebody is confident or arrogant or or even different like when people are arrogant correctly. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times you see people who are arrogant and you're like, you're really not that good at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I now having like, I've, I was concerned about eating because if I didn't like the food, we we're going to cancel the p- podcast. <laughs> I was going to pretend I got food poisoning something, make up some <laughs> sort of excuse. Oh, Katie accidentally got pregnant during the meal. We have to go home. <laughs> like there's a bunch of different ideas running through my head. But then, then we ate it. It was good. I'm like, okay, verified. We're good. We're solid. <laughs> I um, felt a lot of pressure. I'm like, I've read Alex's reviews Alex, on Yelp. Alex, <laughs> Alex is so judgmental. Well, no, what's funny? What is it? Okay, bring it up, Yelp. No, what's funny is I wish your husband was there for this oh, yeah. part. But like, what's funny with Yelp is I do remember when I first started doing it, reviewing food. And my premise with Yelp, because I know everyone out there hates people who review stuff, but for some reason you still read our reviews. <laughs> you hate us all, but you still use us, so you're welcome. But when I first started doing, it, I took it like uber serious uh-huh. as if it was like the most important thing uh-huh. that I could do uh-huh. in the world but like now I'm to a point where like I read reviews and I'm just like are you kidding me like like generally speaking it's someone gets mad about like 
they'll have they'll have their um oh what's that word like they do it step by step so it'll be like for service here's a star rating for food here's a star rating for ambiance here's a star rating for this here's a star right. rating mm-hmm. and i will see people who'll be like a one star for service, a five star for food, and then they give the place a three star. I'm like, no, 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 no. You give that a higher star because all I really care about is if the food is good or yeah. not. Uh-huh. Service, for the most part, is the same everywhere. There have been times where I'm like, wow, this is really bad service. But as long as the food's good, that's all I really care about. Well, and it's not always the restaurant's fault if you got a grumpy waiter, you know? So it's kind of it. Well, and what if you're a dick? Yeah, you exactly. I mean? There's like, plenty you're like, of them maybe out there. you're a terrible person. For sure, for sure. Um, and so my husband's a Yelp elite like you are. And he tries, even if we have a, like, a bad experience, he tries to put like the positives, like he does pick out the positives and like we won't give someone like, unless it's, there's certain restaurants here in Salt Lake that have extremely high ratings that should not. Oh, like which one? <laughs> I don't know if I should just say Just give me one. I mean, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh we can gosh. talk out. We can talk off of it. Or we'll just pause our mics right yeah. now. You say it and then I'll bring yeah, it up. You... I'll bring it up later like it was my idea. Like, oh, yeah, it's this restaurant. No, I don't care about saying it. Um, I think like the dessert place last course. Okay. I've never have been you, there. You haven't no. been there. You just save your money. Dessert. Uh, just because Katie. Yeah, yeah. She makes – yeah. You would definitely have a hard – so, I mean – Well, that's what a... – sorry. Uh-huh. Just really quick. The, my, my slogan on Yelp is if you don't want to be reviewed – don't accept people's money. So I do get it. Like these people should be scrutinized because we are giving them our money in exchange for their service and for their goods being the food. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I don't want to like say that review sites are like all terrible, but I do think people take it way too seriously. Yeah. So, so I just, I felt like it was like, oh man, this place is going to be really good. It has like five, star. everyone's talking about how amazing everything is, right? So we end up ordering three different things because we can't decide. And knowing that we're not going to yeah. be able to eat it all, but like we couldn't decide. Just in case you never want to come back there, it's better to try everything. Yeah. So you know and I felt you, like we no... got a good variety of different things. Like, So we thought we could probably get a fair assumption of like how good this place is. Mm-hmm. I kid you not, we could not make ourselves take a second bite of anything. Wow. Like it was just not good. Wow. And so I think – go ahead. What did you guys order? Uh, so like I'm not gonna remember anymore. It was a while ago. Uh, I know one thing we ordered was because I was really I've excited about it. Had three children it. since. Yeah. <laughs> your mind, your memory goes away. I'm gonna warn you. Um, there was like this crepe cake thing. It was like crepe stacked, you know. And I've always wanted to try those. They look really pretty on Instagram and from different places, you know. And um, and so I was really excited to try that. I remember that's one of the things we ordered. And it was like dry and dense. You would think those things are like light and fluffy, you know. But it was like. It like dried my mouth out. It was just not. It was just not good. Um, and then my my husband got something peanut buttery because he always does. Can't remember what it was, but it was just like biting into sugar. It was just too sweet. And I know I've just noticed it's just that could be good for most Utah people though. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, you we got have, swig, we have more refined. You got all those yeah. soda places where people just want a bunch of sugar. I like the cookies and the sugar. I don't get that thing either. I don't really get the that. cookies. And, right? I, I, don't I don't understand I don't do that right. at all. That Maybe it's because. So I don't think I said this. Christian, how Christian and I know each oh, other yeah. is from back home. Mm-hmm. So we hung out not super often, but often enough. Like I just remember Sundays at Dylan's. Like uh-huh. you'd always be there yeah. making food, and uh-huh. it was awesome. Uh-huh. Um, and then also from church activities uh-huh, that uh-huh, you would run. Uh-huh. So just so everybody knows, we both come from the California Mormon yeah. background. Yeah, yeah, we're California Mormons. And so we judge Mormons <laughs> very strictly here in Utah because we are California Mormons yeah. and we just don't understand Mormondom in in the great state of Utah. Yeah, it's weird. Cuz no, like the sugar like the sugar th- like in all food. Yeah. All food it's like um we're talking about like with with Chinese food even. Oh yeah. It's like hey, there's just no pour, good Chinese food in just Utah. Just pour on all the sugar, pour it all on. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, one of my favorite Chinese you probably never went there, but my favorite Chinese place in California shut down. It's probably our same place, no, Rice no, Express. No, 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 no. Oh. no. Mine's, mine's in Diamond oh, Springs. Oh, up there. Yeah, uh, mine's, I, I never mine's ate up there. Mine's where the pores live. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we're all the, we're with all the white trash. Oh, I can't say that. <laughs> oh, no joke. Yelp takes down my reviews anytime I mention that I'm white trash. I was like, so this is because it's a racial, it's technically a race, oh, racist thing. Do you thing. just say WT? I usually say white trash. I'm like, you know me being white trash. Like, I say that. Like, You're I insulting like, yourself. I love yeah. The, yeah, I love this type of food, and they take my... It was like Little Caesars. It was like oh, a review for, oh no. once again, back when I took it super serious, like <laughs> six years ago. Anyways. Um, but this, this a love for sugar in Utah, I will never, I I'll understand. never understand it. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's kind of refreshing that you like making 
not baked goods because I feel like everybody kind of does that. Like no, <laughs> like no, like not like it's not meant to be like offensive to you, Katie. But like every single every single new restaurant or whatever, it's always like crumble. I don't know oh. if crumble's good or not. I honestly have no idea. Uh, but like it's just like a bunch of cookie places popping up, and I'm just like, don't you know someone who could just make this for you for free? Do you not know my wife? My wife can do this for you. Stop buying really crappy cookies. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just the principle of it for me, man. Uh, so with the blog, what is kind of like your now that you're kind of going at it again? What is like your overall goal with it? Like what are you what are you trying to accomplish? Oh, make money. Yeah. I mean, I people will tell you other things when they start making a blog, but. I mean, I have a lot of friends that are very successful in the blog, food blog world. And there's, you would think, oh, starting another food blog. There's so many. Like, how could you make money? No. I mean, people that started a year ago are making way over six figures. There's just so much room in that space. I, I Obviously, every time I used to post about food, people would always ask for the recipe. And it gets really annoying to, most of the time I wasn't, I didn't have a recipe for it. I just made it and sometimes it's like i don't like you that much yeah <laughs> that takes a lot of effort <laughs> to write you that out you think i want to give this to you yeah. um but so people were asking for recipes so of course i thought oh i'll just put it on a blog but um it was really more the monetary i mean why not i mean doesn't everyone want to make money doing something that they yeah. absolutely love like that's like the american dream so that's, it's, I think, what it is. It's probably the, the human the, dream. The, the universe dream? Yeah, I the universe, it's the universal dream. Wait, I can make money doing something I just enjoy doing all the time. But then you also have like those little things that you don't enjoy, like the writing part. Yeah, I don't like the writing. Um, I just hired a company. Do you think people want to read those anyways? They probably no, just want so, your recipes. So I guess, that, so that's the thing. When I, when I went out to do a blog, I knew I hated when I go to someone's blog recipe and I have to like read this long story about something that has nothing to do with the recipe. So right after my granddad, yeah. old sweet blue Johnson died. Yeah. His favorite type of sugar was brown sugar. So naturally, I started making lots of brown sugar based cookies. So this cookie is a uh, this cookie. Is, oh, what's that called? Is but that's a, short. I mean, you know, that like, would actually like, no, no, be not that like, bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but like, but here's the thing: the twist on that one is they end up talking about something not related to that at all. They just feel like they have to throw. It's so we SEO. made white sugar cookies. Like, <laughs> wait, why were you talking about brown sugar <laughs> cookies and sweet Grandpa Johnson? Yeah. Why are we talking about that stuff? Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So I I I hated that, but I'm like, well, maybe people do this because people actually like it. So I pulled like my Facebook friends. Do you guys read them? Do you hate them? Do you scroll? Do you click on that button that just skips the recipe? And like an overwhelming amount said, I just skip it and go to the recipe. And I know for SEO purposes, I need to have a certain word count and um, certain key phrases that get said in the blog. So I just wanted to focus mine on education. Basically, no more Pinterest fails. So uh, I all my content before the recipe is about how to get it right how to make this recipe work for you, why I choose the ingredients, how to alternate ingredients in case you don't like something or you're allergic or things like that. So all my content before is more educational versus a fluff story. If there's a story to go with it, it really does go with it, and it's like a very short, tiny piece out of it. Well, I appreciate that because I use blogs a lot for Uh baking, and like I love hearing the – tips and tricks to it not necessarily like how they came up with it but like this really really works to get fluffy cookies or if you want denser cookies and all that stuff yeah so it's probably really helpful for everyone i just want the recipe yes (laughs) and i do put i do put a button at the top so you can just skip it which isn't really good for my page view length or something like that i forget what the term is but so bounce rate bounce rate yeah there you go well i mean it shouldn't be like i i honestly think if you have the recipe at the top that should be good though too because i know when i'm doing recipes i come and check back every few seconds while i'm making the thing Mm -hmm. so i screenshot the recipes when i'm following one so that i because my phone will go to sleep gotcha or or if you click through pinterest then it like resets the site it's super annoying i should start doing that great idea yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's not good for bloggers though no actually there's a new app that i'm really excited to be a part of it's called prepare it's a company that started here in utah and they are essentially like a recipe holding app. 
So you can go into their site and then go find the web, your blog that you like and then like that recipe, save it in their site. But what's nice about it, because there's other companies that do that, but they're like basically downloading your recipe into their site. They, if you're on the free model of the app, every time you want to look at that recipe, it's actually sending you back to my site. And then you can hold the recipe open. It won't, as long as you hold the, the, the app is open, it'll hold your recipe open so the phone doesn't go to sleep. Oh, good. So it's a longer page view, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's support. So I get more ad revenue from someone sitting on my blog. But if someone does their paid version, then if someone uses my recipe using their paid version, then I get money from prepare versus the ad revenue on my site. Do you do, you do um, like banner ads? Yeah, I have a little bit right now. I'm not big enough for, I just got Google AdSense, but uh, I had another one that's like on my recipe card specifically. Uh, my goal is to hit 25,000 uh, unique users in a month. And then I qualify for a company called Mediavine that will put ads and targeted ads all over my site and make me lots of money. How far away do you feel like you're from that? Not too far or like <laughs> a lot of work far? I'm a lot of work far, but the thing is, is it, it happens like a domino. So um, I haven't been putting in the work. So I think I have a good amount of page views for like the lack of work that I've put in. Uh, but I just hired a, a Pinterest specialist. So she's, I don't have to think about Pinterest anymore, but that's the place that will give me the most traffic. So she will create my pins for me. She's going to pin all, follow all the rules that make my pins get seen better and all this kind of stuff. And she starts October 1st, right before the holidays. So I'm, my goal is that by the end of the year, hopefully in December, I hit 25,000 unique page views. That's my goal. Well, you'll get at least a dozen people from <laughs> Yes. At you. least a dozen towards Thanks. that 25. Thanks. That's, 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 you know, I, what, I just do what I can to <laughs> give back. That's Thanks. like what I'm trying to do for all the great food <laughs> that I've ever had from you. Maybe you'll get a dozen more listeners. <laughs> <laughs> just because oh I'm gosh. on it. You know? they're gonna, yeah, they're going to be like, wait, this has nothing to do. Although we do have the two where we did tri-tip, like literally – what you did? We did another... two podcasts on tri-tip. Really, you really yeah. like tri-tip? Huh? I love tri-tip so much. <laughs> well, that that was back when. Well, what's funny is trying to figure out with all things, a, a blog, a podcast, any of like the endeavors that people really love doing. So, for example, I really love doing this now that I've figured out exactly what I like doing about it. So before I was like doing this testing phase, mm -hmm. this testing phase early on where I'm like, oh, maybe I enjoy talking about this stuff. Maybe people like hearing this. Maybe people like hearing that. And over this, it's been like a year and a half now. I've just kind of got down what people really care about are things they can relate to. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. when I used to talk about movies all the time, only people who have seen those movies could relate to them. And I would talk about stupid movies. Oh, yeah. Well, I noticed you have a lot of episodes on Game of Thrones, and I haven't watched that series yep. yet. So I'm like, I cannot I listen, listen to, to it, it yet because I need to watch that series. And so now I do just <laughs> things that all people kind of live through. And, yeah. and I'll probably still do the ones because I just enjoy doing those ones. Mm -hmm. Like one I did with Parker. We were just sitting on the couch narrating what was going on in Game of Thrones. <laughs> and we had such a good time. I know no one else probably liked it. And people probably didn't make it through the episode, but at least we had a good time mm -hmm. doing it. Whereas before, I wasn't having a good time talking about this stuff, and people didn't care. Yeah. So now sense. I'm talking about stuff that people – one of two things. I'm talking about stuff that I just really enjoy doing, or I'm talking about stuff that people really care about. Well, so. and people will gravitate towards something you're excited about. So that's what they taught us a lot about at the conferences – you even when you're doing a sponsored post by a comp you know a product company or something people are more into it if you're like genuinely sharing about it because you're excited about it not because hashtag ad you know just yep. like people gravitate towards things you're passionate about and i noticed that when i was doing something else before i was doing my food blog is like I would post pictures. So I was doing like a lip sense, you know, like every girl in Utah did. So, um, by Senegens. Yes. <laughs> lip sense by Senegens. Yeah. Um, I may or not, may not have worked for them before. Oh, you did? <laughs> what? <laughs> I have to know about that. That's interesting. I'll, I'll do it off the, I, I yeah, don't know yeah. what I can say. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, I noticed that like when I would post pictures of like what color I was wearing or stupid things. Did that things burn like your lips? That was like the most common complaint I would say. Uh, well, yeah, but it, in a good only way. if my lips were dry. Gotcha. You know, I mean, you put things on it. Anyways, it's only. Anyways, sorry. Lips. This isn't. Neither yeah, here it's nor not there. about my bad. Lip my bad. <laughs> so, but I noticed that, like, when I post pictures of our meals, like, I got so much engagement because I was way more passionate about the food I was cooking. And pe more people relate to that, guys and girls, you know, 
more people relate to that. Everyone eats. Everyone eats. You know, you have to, right? And most people love to eat, right? Um, Especially in America. <laughs> but, uh, and so I was just like, you know what? Forget this. Like, I might be making money at it, but I I feel like I'm selling my soul somehow because it's not like I rarely actually wear makeup. So, yeah. like, I, I don't know. It's not really my thing. So I just decided to, like, be more true to myself and – and when I decided to do that, I had so much more engagement. A lot of people were excited for me. They just know that they love – they're like, I just love seeing you do what you love. So. And I'm glad that you came back because I think I, even I <laughs> with like the podcast took like a – when I while I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, like took time off. And now I'm – there was like a time where I was like, do I even want to do this? Like it costs $100 a year for like a lot of stuff. Like uh, thankfully I don't have to spend that much of my own money. It's mainly time editing crap, which mm-hmm. is probably way worse it's, doing video – and audio that's combined why, for your stuff? That's why oh, I'm myself. not editing. I pay oh, okay. someone to film it and edit because oh. I can't do it. I just but, don't have that time with kids. But I'm glad that you came back because, like, the biggest thing that I've noticed with people who try to do, like, in air quotes, passion projects, one of the two things. Like you said, they're actually not passionate about it or they give up. They mm-hmm. give up just because, like, it is hard. It's it hard. is hard, especially mm-hmm. when you start. But you have to just get to a point of doing the things that you like doing and then giving the things you don't like to either to other people or you just have to stop doing those things. Yeah. Like just do what you enjoy about it. And no matter what, whether you make money off of it or you don't, you're still going to be happy with the final product. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. There's like annoying things like all the times to post to Instagram and how, you know, I don't know, all the engagement rules and all the special SEO words, those get really hard. So when I start making money, like I can't wait to like push the things that I hate off so that I can just continue to do the parts that I love. And a lot of the times the people love the stuff that you love too. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like we were just talking about these people are writing these long a stories mm-hmm. that nobody cares about. What we care about is the recipe. Is it good? Yeah. And maybe tips on how to like, how, if it's a complicated recipe, how to do like these little things here or there mm-hmm. for the most part. And that's what I'm coming to realize with a lot of the stuff that I do. Like no one cares about a lot of stuff. So just give them the pieces that, just give give the people what they want. You know what I mean? That's like what it's all about. Yeah. And, and do you have to sing in every episode? That you I have do? to. I have I've to, kind I, of noticed. Well, but legally, I'm bound by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, who I have a music contract with. And every single podcast, I have to sing something because all of my musical training came from the church uh-huh. in primary. So. Uh-huh. It's kind of like a pay it back to them thing for um, for my insane talents that I have now yeah. uh, as a musician. <laughs> That's not true at all. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's Sheila's birthday today. Oh, I gotta tell her happy birthday. Happy birthday, Sheila! You're gonna hear this <laughs> in like birthday. two weeks. Happy birthday! <laughs> I totally forgot. Sheila, uh, a contributor to the podcast, thanks, uh, <laughs> and sponsor of the podcast. <laughs> um, so, do you? I don't know if you want to talk about this, so tell me if you don't want to. Okay. You have something that. You're coming out with in the oh, middle of October. I'm coming out with something, yeah. <laughs> Can like so this is going to probably be released right, uh, probably like the 13th or the 12th. Yeah, so maybe around there I'll be doing pre-sales for it. Um, it kind of depends on editing, but um, I so I'm pretty known for converting people who hate turkey to love turkey. Uh, most of the time, so a I, turkey evangelist, yeah, as as uh-huh. she refers to mm-hmm. herself. So um, Thanksgiving, as I said earlier, is like my favorite holiday, and I love to cook it. Normally, every year, I cook Thanksgiving dinner about three times in November, because I do like, I come up with any excuse, like Friendsgiving, um, then for my blog, or, you know, and then The family. Leslie Nopa food. I don't know who Leslie Nopa is. Oh my gosh, just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Parks, Parks and Recreation, sponsored oh, the podcast. Oh, you know, I never got into that show. Oh, it's fine. It's I should fine. go back. I I'm mean, sorry. I've been. It's like I shouldn't have even brought it up. Sorry. I got into Office. You know? it's, it's, I don't know what a comparison would be there. <laughs> sorry. But sorry. Um, Food, turkey. So, yeah. So I um, this weekend we filmed uh, an on demand digital course that anyone can purchase. Um, I will be doing pre-sales for it um about when this launches and then it'll be available for download on november 1st i think that's the goal so don't like force me on that but um it's so they can be ready for thanksgiving yeah it's so that they can be ready before thanksgiving yeah it'll be ready so that you can watch it kind of make your game plan it'll be uh, a video it goes deep into details of how to get this turkey perfect it's about a four-day process we'll 
about six days if you start with a frozen turkey. And then um, it also will come in with exclusive recipes just with that download. Like they won't be on my blog. Um, a menu suggestion, grocery shopping, and then like a planned schedule of like when to cook everything so that you're not cooking everything on one day. So, And I don't know if I can say this. <laughs> so once again, I can take this out, but... <laughs> You in these trainings are training people who have never done turkey before. So you get to see people who have who are going to be essentially doing the exact same thing as you will be doing succeed at it. Yeah. So I have um, my friend Mark, who is not a cook, not a chef. Um, uh, you know, he specializes in making uh, craft macaroni and cheese <laughs> and uh, with hot dogs in them. So uh, – with and without yeah. weevils. He's actually uh, without what? With and without weevils. Once mac and cheese goes bad, they start to have weevils in them. Oh. It's been it's been I've it's, I've experienced it. Oh. Anyways, continue. <laughs> Macaroni and cheese da- sadly does not last that long in our house. <laughs> um, We've had ours since 2016. <laughs> um and so he just actually is remodeling his kitchen. So he's gonna have a beautiful kitchen. He wants to make a great Thanksgiving dinner for his family. So uh, I let him do all the work in the video. He does everything. I just stand there and coach him through it um so you'll see things that he struggles with or he asks me why i do it and so it's a good learning experience and you can see that someone with no experience can actually cook a really good turkey no yeah i'm i'm excited about it um what's interesting to me is thanksgiving also one of my favorite holidays but it became one of my favorite holidays when we stopped doing turkey and we started doing smoked meats so my brother smokes mac and cheese pulled pork ribs Mm. Which are just foods I like more. Yeah. But it might be that I like them more because when things are ill-prepared, yeah, you just start to have a disdain for them. But I've always loved, like, I do love the traditions around the turkey of, all right, now roll, turkey, cranberry sauce, stuffing, you got yourself a sandwich. Like, I've always loved that kind of stuff. Oh, tur- leftover Thanksgiving sandwiches are the best. And probably better with your turkey. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In all honesty. Yeah, for sure. Um... I forgot what I was going to say. That's fine. No. <laughs> You're forgiven. I was just thinking about, oh, I know. The The instructions will, we demonstrate how to cook it in an oven because the majority of people have ovens, but I also include instructions on how to cook it in your smoker if you have a smoker. So that way you can have a smoked turkey. So your brother could smoke the turkey. And what, if you had to give any advice to anyone who's wanting to start cooking or to those people who have tried and given up, like I hate when people say this. Like when people say I burn water, yeah. I want to hit them. That just I'm means like, you walked away from I always, Well, I always go, that's not funny, first yeah. off. It's not a funny <laughs> joke anymore. Yeah. And that's also not possible. But anyways, what, what advice would you give to those people who have given up because they've sucked at it in the past and those people who just have never really wanted to try well, I just like oh, I'm just getting McDonald's. Those are the people I'm thinking of. Like yeah, oh, yeah. I'm just eating out, buying food all the time. Yeah, I mean, if that's what they, I guess I'm not gonna tell someone to do something they don't like to do, right? If someone wants to be a better cook, then they can, they will. They just have to practice. They have to troubleshoot. If something doesn't turn out right, then like do the research. If I make something and it doesn't turn out right, I try to figure it out. Uh, but it's it's hard for me because I'm passionate about it, right? Um, I have, I know plenty of people who just don't care about food. And so they just, you know, they eat out. They like McDonald's, not to knock on McDonald's, but uh, I've never. I, you, it's the easy target. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, I think it's gross. So uh, to me, I'm like, I love food. And if I'm going to eat it or spend money on it, like it has to be good. Um, so the people that want to learn how to cook, it's just practice. You just can't give up. I think anyone can be a good cook if they want to be. So it's just, I think that with a lot of things in life, there's certain things you can't fix. If you can't sing, some you of those, can practice your way you into can singing, practice though. into singing the right notes. Yes. But no, but like, doesn't mean that your voice is actually going to sound good. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. But maybe someone will appreciate it. So yeah. just practice. Just practice. <laughs> and you a lot know. of times I will say bloggers, food bloggers, there are some food bloggers out there that write recipes that I don't think they actually tried or that's not what's in the photo or so like you think someone gave it to them or they stole it or so there's like this whole world that I've learned of where you can like buy recipes so I'm like in some Facebook groups where people they aren't bloggers but they just like to do recipe creation so they sell like the photos of the recipe 
and the recipe. And I think a lot of bloggers just buy that for $10, post it on their blog with their random story without ever trying it. And I will read these, these recipes and I'm like, what? So there really wasn't a Grandpa Joe? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. But, <laughs> but like I'll read these recipes and I'm like, well, this doesn't make sense. Oh, or this wouldn't taste good. Or why didn't this turn out? That doesn't look like that picture at all because it's missing this. Yeah. You know. So... Um, you just need to find like a food blog you love, like sweetandsassyeats.com, uh, and um, and follow them because as long as you can – normally if like one recipe turns out, then probably most of theirs will. So Do you think you'd ever get to that point? Where I would like, cheat? Just, just like buying stuff? No, I tried it once because I, I was like looking for content and I was too busy. Um, but I was like – I didn't even post it because I was like – This is wrong. This just feels weird. This just is wrong. And so then I was like, well, maybe I'll make it to make sure that it works. And then I'm like, well, I wouldn't even like this. Like, I'm not going to do that. So it was like a baked thing that I bought, (laughs) like a a cupcake or something, you know. And so I was like, I'm never doing that again. I don't know why I would do that. That's the part I love the most. So why would I take that away from myself, you know. So, Uh, Thank you for making the internet a better place then (laughs) because, like, there's so much content and stuff out there. And we have to go through like thousands upon thousands of recipes as we're trying to find what we want to do. So thanks for not doing that. Yeah. Do you have any other last minute things if you want to like do another little promo of everything or um, any other uh, wisdom for the, the listeners? I mean. For my mom. For your mom. Um, Love you, Peggy. <laughs> Is she going to be mad at you? She'll be mad at well, no, because we've talked about it, but she won't be mad about that. Cause like I wasn't saying that she was a bad cook. I was just saying like it was never like cuisine was amazing in our house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my kids eat a lot of dino chicken nuggets. Yeah. They which is them. fine. Yeah. It's I, just the easy and I assume that's probably what it was. There was for most of my life growing up until I turned fifteen, there was like six people mm-hmm. living in the house at all times. So I guess I would six children. Mm-hmm. I guess my biggest wisdom is is like um don't like be hard on yourself when because you aren't passionate about cooking like I guess you asked like what would I tell people when they want to learn to or they're they're not good at cooking it's just I'm not good at cleaning so like I know you guys are really good at cleaning I am not good at cleaning so like I can't wait till I can pay someone else to do that my husband is way better at it than me I'm more passionate I just think follow what you're passionate about and then like figure find either your husband you know Find a husband that can do the other parts <laughs> <laughs> or um, or make enough money to pay someone to do it. I don't know. I just – I think that there's a lot of pressure. You know, I, going back to that word perfect, I think that because of Instagram, there's a lot of pressure. For some reason, everyone thinks that everyone has these perfect lives. But you're um, – but just know that behind – someone made a comment when I made a, a, a pictures of, like, these jams that I made. They're like, wow, my kitchen never looks like that after I've made jam. I'm like – well, like, this is a very cropped it, photo. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I had it's backed up a corner. tiny bit, yeah. like, it would have been a disaster everywhere. My kids are covered in jam. Just know that, like, <laughs> it, you're only seeing, like, this tiny little piece, and everyone is not perfect. They're just showing you, like, the best part of their lives. So, yeah, and, even if and your cooking isn't, don't feel bad. <laughs> and if the best part of your lives is this food that you're making, I appreciate that more than, like, because that can mm, – this is touching on something for me right now. I didn't, I didn't want to keep going. Um, but, like, what, what this touches on for me is, like, at least, like, what you're doing – and I'm not, like, just doing this because we're talking right now. Like, I would mm-hmm. say this regardless if you were in this room or not. Mm-hmm. What you're providing is something that people can use and better their lives, whereas most of the time what you see on Instagram is people doing things that you might not ever be able to do ever. Like the lifestyle blogging. Yeah, like, like look at me. I'm in, I'm in Paris. Mm-hmm. Not everyone can afford $2,000 – Dollar flights for like a couple round trip, pay another few thousand dollars to like stay there. But everybody can get some strawberries <laughs> and make some preserves with them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Everyone can buy if they want a thirty dollar tri tip mm-hmm. and make it into something that they want. It doesn't take months or years of savings to get to that point. Yeah, maybe a few days, maybe a few weeks. I'm not yeah. saying like a lot of the stuff you do is expensive in the mm-hmm. sense like. I know brisket ain't cheap. Yeah. I know like that ribs can be expensive too, but like it's in terms of in actual wise, yeah. and actual things that you can do. These are real things that you can be, that sure. you can be doing. They're more obtainable. Yeah. Cause that's what pisses me off about social media is yeah. everyone's showing off these things that I'm like, man, just because you have a credit card, congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Like, which is what a lot of it is. Yeah. But one thing too. So it's sweet and sassy eight. Eats.com. Yeah, with an S- N, not an N. S W E E T N S A S S Y. Eats. 
E-A-T-S.com. Yep. Sorry, I, I can't brain spell. That's like, all right. That's why, that's why, that's why I paused right there. I was like, I think it, I, like, what did I spell out? Did I spell everything Where that is necessary to be in there? Yeah, it's kind of long, but, you know. Check her out on Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook. I'm sure you're on everything, if I had yeah. to guess. Yeah, I'm not on Twitter. I mean, I'm personally on Twitter, but I'm not a big tweeter, so. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, Christy, thanks a ton. Mm-hmm. And the next time that we have something that we want to talk about, we hope you get to listen. Don't waste your time commenting, and from the looks of it, nobody ever really spent any time commenting. Do subscribe so that you can always get the new pieces as they come in. That's really all that I have, because there's nothing else to say. Keep being better, and looking forward to chatting with you next time. situation where it's like that one piece of tri-tip and who's gonna eat it yeah, yeah which <laughs> like, was great and we ate it we, did you did, did you end up getting it yeah. okay good <laughs> I, was, I was like i might as well like yeah i would have i'm glad you did <laughs> when in rome yeah, yeah. um <laughs>